Welcome to the first ever Field 2 Court podcast. This is our Field 2 Court football podcast hosted by me, Peter Laughlin. Um, I'm a writer for FTC. That's about it. Um, Jack, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Jack Zidell, um, brother to Andrew Zidell, the CEO and founder of Field 2 Court. And uh, he's gracious enough to give me the position of vice president, and uh, I write some articles as well. Henry? All right, I am Henry Freeman. I do things at Field to Court. I make the things work. That's basically... You're kind of the only one who codes for the website. Yeah, it's funny because I don't know a lick of code, but... Neither does Drew. I make, we make, we make good. We um, do good things. Okay, Jack, let's start with you. What is your, what was your week one game of the week? Okay, so I know Peter will be very pleased to hear this, but I got to go with the Saints and the Buccaneers. Uh, Saints I completely agree with you. I think you're a genius. Um, but the Saints, they went 34 to 23. Um, Breeze had an okay day, uh, 18 for 30, 160 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Taysom Hill had a pretty clutch uh, throw at the end of the game for 40 yards, um, who actually I feel like was a was an X factor in this game, which was really interesting. Uh, he's really progressed, and uh, he's really fit to the New Orleans scheme. But what I really want to focus on is, the Tam- is Tampa Bay. Obviously, there's all the hype around Tom Brady, uh, is he a system quarterback? Is it was it just Bill Belichick? Is he truly Don't get Henry broke? too excited there? And and I think that today was or yes uh, or uh, uh, when they played it was, it was a really good uh, sample size for what he truly is. Uh, he threw for two interceptions, a quarterback rating of thirty four point five, got sacked three times, never really picked up any steam. And it might just be because he hasn't uh, made any chemistry with, with his uh, wideouts, who are among the best in the league. But you can also make the assumption that maybe it's Belichick who, who really uh, made him such a top-tier quarterback, and it's not his true talent. I, I think it's – yeah, I think it's a little too early to make that decision. Um. But he does have Gronk at tight end. I think that's. But at the same time, Gronk's coming off of a year or whatever of retirement, and he kind of lost all of that weight that you know distanced himself from all the other tight ends in the league. Henry, what do you what what did you take away from the Saints game? Well, I think you mentioned this already, but for me, it's just reinforced the belief that Tom Brady is the system quarterback. Um, I Henry, do have it was one tires. game. It was one You're game. You're a Jets yeah. fan. But it was so, one game. You're just a Jets fan. You both the Saints. Why are you defending Tom Brady? Because it helps Drew Brees' legacy. That, so called Tom true. Brady well, amazing. Are we saying Breeze is a system quarterback too now? No, we're not. We're not. No, absolutely not. (laughs) 
I will but kick yes, you off I of this. I mean, you see sir. Teddy Bridgewater, he went five and zero uh, last year. I will year, kick so. either of you off of this podcast if you slander my quarterback's name. <laughs> um, will it get yeah, me fired I mean, from FCC? Maybe so, but I have the password to the podcast account. <laughs> we have okay. a podcast account. Yeah. Yes, sort of. this is what it's mm-hmm. on. Um, just going back to oh right, yeah. Never. Just going back to this game. Um, see that uh, Tampa Bay they got an early lead. Uh, it's, it's it's really the defense. Seventeen points in one quarter is unacceptable. You can say that for any team, no matter what. Seventeen points allotted uh, in in a quarter. Is I think you two have seen that. I mean, okay, I'll be fair. The Saints have seen 17 points in one quarter before. Our defense has seen that. I think all the, the three of us have seen our defenses do that in the past. Um, I, I, have to, I just have to say it feels nice to be on the offensive side of that for once. Exactly, yeah. And I see that every true. week. Because that's true. I mean, you, 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 see, you see, like, you don't see this out of, a team that has Tom Brady, you know, it's, it's, it's the first time that I feel like you can have a substantiated argument where you can say Tom Brady is a system quarterback or, you know, Bill Belichick is the best coach of all time. You know, there's been times in the past where, you know, his suspension for four games and Jimmy Garoppolo uh, uh, plays really well in the starts that he has as well as uh, Jacoby Brissett, and you wonder, is he done um, after the Super Bowls that he right. lost uh, versus uh, the Giants and then in, against the Eagles? People always wonder, is he done? Is he washed? This is another one of those times. I obviously think that Brady will bounce back in, in the in upcoming weeks. Uh, he is in a, uh, the Buccaneers, you know, they play the Saints one more time this year at home, so maybe that might be a deciding factor, but I think that this is a true time where we can say that Brady is digressing. He's not He's not the same quarterback. Uh, not just that. Game. I believe it's now six straight games for Tom that have had um, a pick six. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, in the wild card round, Logan Ryan pick six at the end of the game. Week seventeen, the Eric Rowe pick six versus the versus the Dolphins that that made them lose their buy status. That was the deciding factor. Truly, if you uh, don't throw that don't throw that pick six, right? The Pats the Pats don't have to play the Titans. The Ravens do, or not the Ravens, the Chiefs do. And who knows? the the whole The whole playoffs could have been changed uh, from there. But you know his. Poor decision making, I guess, is really catching up to him now. I would say that I think the other half of the is Brady Wash or is Brady a system quarterback? I think it'll have to also depend on how Cam does this season with Belichick. Like if the if the Patriots can get it done and come out on top of the division or even come in second in the division, I think you can continue to raise the question, could Brady really be a system quarterback? 
And the other question is, even... let's say okay. Brady is a system quarterback. Does that affect his Hall of Fame status? No, 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 it doesn't. Even if he's a system quarterback, he has six rings. And people no, want of course not of him. Act- no, I mean, like, in your opinion, do you think he deserves to still be in the Hall of Fame? I think I think it's going to be very difficult. Not will he make the Hall of Fame. Of course he'll make the Hall of Fame. It's Tom Brady. I think that it's very <laughs> difficult to say that a quarterback with multiple MVPs, um, six Super Bowl rings, uh, winning winningest quarterback of all time, isn't a first ballot Hall of Famer. I do think that he. Fine, you know, I'll be the one. To I say think it. I think he doesn't deserve people, it. Don't all those those MVPs belong to Drew Brees? Well. I'm very high on Drew Brees. I think that uh, one Super Bowl is probably uh, you know great if you want to make an argument about that's a team stat. You know it. Do not slander my quarterback's name. Sir. I do. I do. But you know, it's a team game. But you also, you know, you need you need. A good quarterback in the Ram, in the Pats versus Rams Super Bowl a few years ago. He only oh, you need you need a good the- quarterback to get to the Super Bowl, really? Jerry Goff. I think that defense wins championships, and but when the defense cannot produce, you need a quarterback. And uh, and you know Tom Brady, he has relied on his quarterback. I mean, he's relied on his defense these past so few years. What you're I, saying I, is Nick the Foles past, is the past defense really good was. Past defense was ranked first in the league last year in in numerous categories. I mean, he wasn't able to produce, and that's that's the bottom line. It's fair. Yeah. Um, moving on, Henry. What was your week one week of or week game of the week? Sorry, game of the week. Um, I really like the Cardinals uh, 49ers game. I really like um, the outcome. It was surprising. Yeah, I agree. I, it was really surprising to see that the Super Bowl runner-ups could lose in their hangover, I guess they call it the Super Bowl hangover. Yes. Right? And I, I'm really a big on Kyler Murray. He, he's little. He's still big, you know. Yeah. And as a little person, I, I stand with him. I was kind of I hoping I'd I mean, like get to make five. that joke, but I guess you beat me to it. Um, I will say mm, I something that stood out to me was that similar to the Saints game, neither team really established a solid running game. Like, Kyler Murray was the leading rusher, I think. Yeah, at 91 yards, but on 13 carries, 13 rushes. So that's a seven-yard average, like, you know, well, plus game. that clutch, clutch running play. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what is wonderful is that Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins—they already have a connection. Fourteen receptions, hundred fifty-one yards. That's—I mean, no touchdowns, but you can't ask for much better from a wide receiver and from a quarterback. I mean, he targeted six times, caught it fourteen times. Uh, I think that a lot of people thought that DeAndre Hopkins wouldn't necessarily be an X factor or make the Cardinals a solidified uh I think Hopkins will team. do better with the Cardinals than he did with the Texans. 
I'll oh, say yeah. it. And I, I think, think that, that I think that the Cliff Kingsbury uh, scheme is better for Hopkins. I think that... I think the overall environment is better. He has like at this point in Texas, you don't know whose job is secure. Like we have to question the security of Deshaun Watson's job at this point. Exactly. And you know, wow. Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. he make he's he made a ton of money this offseason. And the fact that there's questions over him show that, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is in a much better place now that he's with Arizona. Right. I think anytime you look at a trade and say, wow, this one coach really messed up, I think that just proves it immediately that they're in a better they're in a better position. Yeah. Um so going back to Jack, what surprised you most about week one? What surprised me the most from week one? I think that uh, what I found very interesting was the Rams versus the Cowboys game. Um, you know, going into the season, Andrew, and we are we were not very high in the Rams. I think I actually had Dallas winning this game by solid twenty points. Yeah, I and, agree. I saw Dallas coming out with the ball out, and, and you know. The Rams, they're one of those teams where you don't know what they're going to do. They lost Gurley. They lost uh, multiple uh, big big factors. On Unfortunately, the they didn't lose Jared Goff. They didn't lose Jared Goff, who had a, who had a, you know, no touchdowns, but uh, a pretty solid game. Uh, Malcolm Brown was able, to, uh, was able to beat a defensive line on the Cowboys that has been ranked pretty high in the past. Yeah. I, I do think, however, that the Rams were very lucky, especially on the Michael Gallup uh, offensive pass interference, Yeah, which cost them the game. I'll, I'll come out and say, I, well, I think it was pass interference. I don't think it would have been called if Rams didn't sell it the way he did. Like He, he sold that pretty well. I, I'll have to give him props. I don't like the guy. And I don't like the team, but... He did a good job making sure the ref saw it. Mm-hmm. Right. Henry, what what surprised you the most? Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Gardner Minshew. That was unbelievable. But lack of talent. Jags. Will he do it again? Winning. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch the Jags. But, Does well, anybody? Do they own fans? Yeah. Do they have fans? I think the fans might That's have to do question. something with it. You know, do they have fans though. I think, I've never met a Jaguars fan in my life. Yeah, and we don't. Neither, uh, we, we did we have. Recruit, a, oh, we we had, did have a Jaguars writer. We did have one. <laughs> we did. Um, we we. Yeah. Let's not comment on that. We let's will. just let's we just will. leave it but, at that. You know, I I actually yeah. think though that, you know, even though we personally don't know, uh, any fans of the Jaguars. There were there were people in the fans. People assume that they're going to get the number one pick. I probably stu- still do believe that they will get the number one pick. But you know, mm, a I lot of people will find the Colts. No, people what's going to happen really- is Bill Belichick somehow going to find a way to trade for it, and he's only going to give up like 
you know, a seventh round pick and Devin some former and a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I'll say what, yeah. Um, but what surprised me the most wasn't necessarily a particular game or a single performance. Just kickers as a whole have really struggled this week. I mean, you, um, would, you would know best. Like, you, you're I very would, into but the special I, teams. I have to give credit where credit's due. My buddy, who I will give his Instagram out in the caption of the podcast, the description, I mean. Um, I have to admit, he's the one who figured this out. Because he's more of a numbers guy. Kind of like Henry, you know, he's got a big brain. Mm, uh, no you. offense to you. No offense to you. Mark, oh, well, oh, oh. Henry's a bit of, you know, he's he's a smart guy. But I don't remember the exact numbers, but kicking is, kickers have significantly struggled this, this year. Um, I think... Part of it's probably no one got to practice and you know for during the preseason where you get a feel of playing against other people. Um oh actually here it is. So quote following the games from one PM Eastern and four twenty five Eastern week one, NFL kickers connected on just seventy four percent of their kicks. 50, forty for fifty four. Obviously, if we, you know, look back to the old kicking style where they would just toe poke and didn't do soccer style, this number is fantastic. But if we look at numbers from last year, this is terrible. And honestly, I I expected maybe a little bit of a drop-off, but not this big of a deal. I don't know what... I don't know if you guys really thought about it as much because you, you guys don't follow kickers the way I do, but you know, I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, no, no, I did not think about this at all. And I have a good kicker in Sam Thicken, and that's the most I think about specialists. I just think that, you know, if you're looking at this from, you know, a more general perspective, you know the whole the whole nation was was watching Monday Night Football, or you know if you're a football fan and you know, a little more about you watch you watch Monday Night Football. You We're talking about Sunday. Of Stephen Gostkowski, you are. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were no afternoon games on Monday. Oh well. Well, if you count seven ten. You know, in addition to Sunday, that's you know, night. Not. You know what? Whatever. Continue. Evening. Again. It's dark. I mean, this is final game of the week. You see Steven Gostowski go. Yeah, that's – I do want to talk about lose, that a little lose bit. Lose 10 points worth of, um, worth of kicking. So, the – I was asleep. The Titans are going to stick with him, um, it looks like, for next week. But I promise you, and you guys will definitely agree with me on this, if he didn't – if he doesn't make that game-winning pick that he did, he was cut the next – he, oh, he was one hundred percent cut this morning. I mean, right now in the NFL, you can get cut really off of one bad game. 
Um, some it really depends on who the coach is. Some coaches, you know, like Sean Payton, really don't like to deal with specialists. So they've been known to, you know, give guys a few chances. But, you know, it really – it always depends on the coach. Yeah. Um, I mean, we yeah. – we, as in the New York media, usually bully our kickers. If they miss, I think you bully uh, all of your players, but kickers yeah, really yeah, – but mainly kickers. I actually – Fun fact um, we, about Chandler, he blocked me because I posted oh. that he had an off game. He blocked me. It's a little fun fact. Nice. If for some reason he's out there, I would like to. I would like to say, please unblock me, sir. Please unblock me. The only person I'm blocked by is Jamal Adams, and that's because I put like a PFF stat of Marcus May being good under him. That's the red. Some guys, some guys just can't take the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Unless he's a social media manager, maybe. I don't know. I so don't be surprised considering the immense vitriol from the Jets fan base. Based on him. the way Jamal Adams like tweets and everything, I don't think he is someone like a social media manager. Um, I really don't. I think someone would, you know, stop him from tweeting the way he does, you know. Um, and I'll, I'll be the one to say it for anyone else, for one of you two to say it. I think Mike Thomas could benefit from a social media manager. Oh, I mean, I think OBJ could. I think Mike Thomas could. I think OBJ uh, could benefit from a few things. I think the majority of players in the NFL could benefit from having... Yeah, definitely, but I know me being a Saints fan, someone was going to mention Mike Thomas, so I had to get it out of the way. Yeah. Oh, actually, speaking oh, no, of Saints, doesn't... that reminds me of Jack's point, or Jack, I feel like you might have, you might like this idea. I think the new OBJ versus Josh Norman thing, I think it's Mike Evans and Marshall Lattimore. Uh... That's good. That's good. I think mm-hmm. you'll like that, you know, a little. You know, as a Giants fan, uh, I still have bias towards Josh Norman. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you, you know. know. Obviously, you know, it was nice to see him kind of fall off. Uh, not, 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 not to see him get injured, of course, but. Right. You know, I think that is a very good comparison i do think however obj i don't know the exact stats on obj but i feel like he fared a little better versus norman than evans does with Latimer. yeah but, um evans has zero catches on landmore since december of 2018 um and i believe only two of those of all of those you know Targets, I believe only two of them were pass interference. And a one Bucks fans in the Instagram comment section thought that a good excuse would be that for a couple of those games, Mike Evans was quote sick. He was sick, guys. So I think he automatically gets a free pass, you know. 
he's so brave playing with a common cold. Such a such a mm. brave guy. I mean, common colds are nothing to write home about. I mean, one time I got a cold and I couldn't breathe through my left nostril. I don't know how you can play football with that. That's a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, let's just take a break from football for two seconds. Say, Michael Jordan played with the flu. End of story. Cap. It was it was food poisoning. It was the flu. Yeah. It was not. The, it was food poisoning. Yeah, I know, but it it helps the legacy. Just I'm I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not a LeBron fan, so I like to say it was the flu. I I hate LeBron, but you know. I gotta go with my man. Um, what's his name? Uh, Will. I I. He's the go. Okay, whatever. Anyway, back to football. Sorry, back to football, guys. Um, I think another big thing that we should talk about is the Washington Football Team versus the Philadelphia Eagles. As yeah. our fantastic writer EDP, um, I don't know his exact name, um, did say that the Eagles will lose. He did say it before a game. I'll, I'll give him credit. Um, but I think a big part of that was Carson Wentz just could not get it done. You know, I think he really mm-hmm. struggled. Right. And I think that, you know, maybe – not being able to give give the ball to Miles Sanders had something to do with it. Um, Zach yeah. Ertz wasn't able to get open. He was injured for part of that game. But, you know, he fumbles twice, loses it once, throws two interceptions. I don't yes. know. People, I, I honestly thought that they might go 10-6 and six this year. This is very troubling. You know, the uh, Washington football team, you know, they got Chase Young, Matthew Ioannidis, you know their their defense isn't bad. It, it's it's not uh, progressed to the point where you know you can you you would you would immediately be afraid to see them on your schedule because neither side of the ball uh, is truly dominant. But you know it's interesting. Dwayne Haskins terrible rookie season. You know solid out solid solid outing. Um, uh, I like not to. Like bring any unnecessary hate on Haskins. I don't think he's going to consistently perform mediocre. I think he still has a couple of seasons of growth that he needs to go through. Um, but I, I certainly, I do certainly think he'll do better than he did um, last year. I'll give him that. I. I think that Rivera's system is going to be beneficial to Haskins. I think that he was hindered by John, Jay Gruden, and now that he has yeah. Rivera, he's going to become a system quarterback like Brady, and they'll actually have some decent successes because Ron Rivera is such a good coach. I'll let that Brady comment slide. I'm not worried about it. Um, another topic that I kind of want to throw out there, what do you guys think? Well, I know what Henry's going to say, but Jack, what do you think the Washington football team should name themselves next year? Of curiosity. Um, I I think that is very tough 
Um, obviously, you know, you don't want anything controversial. Right. So I think that maybe you do something like the Red Tails. Um, there was, there's a, a army unit. I forget the name. has the word red in it, though. Uh, so mm-hmm. it could be patriotic. Um, I feel like if someone wants to say that, that's a pretty big stretch. But, you know, to each their own. I don't want to say anyone's, you know, opinion is invalid. I just think that's a bit of a stretch. Henry, let's let's hear about your Red Wolves and your little logo design. No, I forgot about that. Yes, I designed this typeface and logo for the Red Wolves in June. And then they came out with their football team font. It was, the exa- it was a very, very similar typeface as mine. So I got a feeling. Yeah, so Henry actually reason- has a pending lawsuit. No, yeah. but that, that, would be kind of, that would be a pretty no. cool story to say you sued the Washington football team. Or at least mm-hmm. try to. But then they just show up on the, the Cartman voice. Washington football team, go F yourself, and then be done with it. Whoa! Whoa! BC. Ooh. Um, I, how, how is that not PC? Tell me, please. South Park references, you know. That's true. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I think all. that's enough I've said seen. on that, but yeah, I I don't yeah, think a lo- sure, I don't think anybody it. will agree with me on this, but the name Washington Football Team it it's grown on me, like, but I don't think they could get a I don't think they could copyright the the name Washington Football Team. Well, what if they what if they go like the soccer and do Washington F F T <laughs> That's or they can you know, like, Washington. Like, uh, I like Drew's idea at you know like two in the morning. Was that last that last night slash this morning when he went on his McDonald's rant? Henry was asleep is. for that. Uh, yeah, I'm probably. Unsure what you were referring to, but um, um well. Drew was, you know, talking about, just kept talking about McDonald's this, McDonald's that. So I said, you know what? They should rename the Washington football team the Washington McDonald's. And, you know. That's something everyone can get behind. Like, Mm -hmm. why not, Mm -hmm. man? Or the Washington. Oh, you know what, Jack? You you participated in that. You said they should be the Washington Travi Patties. Yeah, I think, you know... I think we can get away... I think we can get behind that. I think the younger generation, you know, our generation... um, Oh, he was talking about his Shamrock Shake incident. Yeah. I love Shamrock Shakes. Maybe they could be the leprechauns. I don't know. Washington... No, that's what McDonald's needs. Once Once the Travis Scott hype dies down... They partner with mm-hmm. Dan Snyder and become the Washington Shamrock Shakes. 
You know, it's not divisive. <laughs> it's family friendly. And you know what? For every and a hint of mint. You know, like instead of saying Cactus Jack sent me, you say Tam Snyder sent me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, that might not yeah. be. That might. Dan Snyder might not be. Why not your father say the Washington Big Backs? Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah. Um, Washington 10 piece McNuggets. I actually, speaking of McDonald's, actually, I, I, I have to say, I tried Travis Scott meal. Um, it's not bad, but it's just not filling. I had to also eat seven out of ten McNuggets to fill myself up. I mean, it's McDonald's. What do you expect? Hey, why does everyone have to say that when I say I enjoy McDonald's? Or I say something about McDonald's? Why do they say, oh, well, it's McDonald's? Whenever you put it in a negative light, they say, oh, it didn't satisfy me. I had to get more... Because they have preservatives in food that make you want more. It's like something with the fat. It's not that I want more. I'm just, I'm a hungry person. I like to eat. I'm sorry that I like McDonald's. Anyway, I think we're, I think we'll settle. I am too, but it's terrible for your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is a football podcast. This isn't health class, Henry. Okay. Um, But... (laughs) I think, okay. unless you guys have anything y'all want to add, I think that'll do it for episode one. Yeah. Alrighty. It was Alrighty. a pleasure having you two on the first ever podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll have you both on for episode two. You know, it depends on what the people want. Cool. The people want me to bring you guys back. I, I'll just have to do it. But we'll with see. that, I say, let's go McNuggets. All right, guys. All right. Enjoy. Thank you, guys. All right.